Welcome today to the Carter Report, and thanks for joining us. Today is the final segment in the series on Dark Deeds of Antichrist Revealed. Today's presentation is going to show you how the great apostate church of the Dark Ages actually, with a blasphemous hand, changed the Seventh-day Sabbath, the Lord's Day, to Sunday, the first day. Voices. Voices. Voices from civilizations long silent are crying out. What is the meaning of these strange symbols of divine prophecies? John Carter explains these mysteries as he takes the living word to audiences around the world. Join John Carter in this international ministry as he presents amazing truths from the astounding world of the prophets in The Carter Report. I want to see what Jesus thought about the fourth commandment. I don't care what the churches say. I don't care how mad they get. They only get mad because they know they're, they're not right. Come over here to Mark chapter 2 and verse 27, 28. Mark chapter 2 and uh, verse 27 and 28 is page 43 in the large copy of the New International Version, 745 in the small copy. Mark chapter 2, verse 27. Matthew, Mark. Mark chapter 2, my dear friend, please notice it. Mark chapter 2, verse 27. Then he said to them, this is Jesus talking, the Sabbath was made for the Jews, not the Jews for the Sabbath. Well, why do you say that yourselves then? That's what most people say. It says here, the Sabbath was made for who? Come on, tell me. Now, I know there are some people here tonight who are sort of, uh, sort of closing their ears about this stage because they say, we don't want to hear this. The Bible says that that seventh-day Sabbath was made for man and M-A-N doesn't spell J-E-W, the Sabbath was made for all mankind. Listen, the Sabbath was made for the Catholics. The Sabbath was made for the Jews. The Sabbath was made for the Arabs. The Sabbath was made for the Anglicans. The Sabbath was made for the Methodists. The Sabbath was made for you. Jesus said it. Now listen. The Sabbath was made for man, Jesus said, but somebody still doesn't like what I'm saying, and they say, but John, it really means the Jew. Well, I've got a text for you. Come over here to 1 Corinthians 11, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 9, page 208. 208. 854 in the small copy of the NIV. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 8. 1 Corinthians 11 and it's verse 8. I want you to notice it. The Bible says the Sabbath was made for M-A-N. Now this text says, For man did not come from woman, but woman from man. Then it says, the next verse, neither was man created for woman, but woman was made for who? Now 
listen, it says, now this is talking about marriage, and it says, and this is not a chauvinistic text, it says that woman was made for man. And M-A-N does not spell J-E-W because if that's what it means, it means that marriage was only made for the Jews. Who believes that? Nobody believes that. The Bible says the Sabbath was made for mankind. And listen to me. The Bible says that the Sabbath not Sunday, forgive me for it, dear folks. You listening to? You better get this. Wanted to get over here just to make sure you weren't just missing out on this. Listen, the Bible says that the seventh day Sabbath is the Lord's day. I'm going to prove it to you. Come over here to Revelation 1, verse 10. Revelation 1, verse 10. Book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 10, page 296 in the big copy. In the small copy, it is 910. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 10. Revelation 1 and verse 10, page 296, it says, On the Lord's day I was in the Spirit. Now, I know what my friends in the great churches say. They say, but the text says that is Sunday. It doesn't say it. They say, but that's the day of the resurrection. The Bible doesn't say it. It says, it's a Lord's day. The Lord's day is the day that belongs to the Lord. It is the day that the Lord rested on. It is the day which the Lord blessed. It is the day which the Lord made holy. It is His special day. It is the day put in the Ten Commandments. Now, wait on. Just constrain yourselves. Come over here to Isaiah 58, 13. It says, verse 13, If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight, and the Lord's holy day honorable. And it says there that the seventh day Sabbath is the Lord's day. God's holy day. I'll just tell you one other thing. And I'm going to read you some statements out of the churches, from the Catholic Church too. Did you know this? Everybody in the earth made new is going to keep the seventh day Sabbath. Do you know why I know it? God told me so in Isaiah chapter 66. Isaiah 66. God told me so. Verse 22. You got it, dear folks? Here it is. As the new heavens and the new earth that I will make will endure before me, says the Lord. So it's talking about heaven, isn't it? So will your name and ascendance endure. Here it is. From one new moon to another. And from one Sabbath. To another. Oh, 
mankind, the Catholics, the Baptists, the Presbyterians, everybody up there, everybody when sin is gone, everybody saved by grace is going to keep the Sabbath, the Bible says. Folks, there's not a text in the Bible that tells you to keep Sunday. It's not there. If you find it, let me know. It's not there. But the Bible says, look at it here, Antichrist, not Jesus. Don't put Jesus, don't blame Jesus for the work of the Antichrist. That's what some Christians are doing. The Bible says Antichrist would try to change the set times and the laws of God. Now tonight what I'm going to do is this, because this is the honest thing to do. I'm going to turn to the writings of the Church of Rome. And I'm going to say, did you change the Sabbath? The first book, a doctrinal catechism by the Reverend Father Stephen Keenan. The book was published with the blessing of the Pope of Rome. Page 174 says, question. Have you any other way of proving that the church has power? Answer. Had she not such power, she could not have done that in which all modern religionists agree with her. She could not have substituted the observance of Sunday, the first day of the week, for the observance of Saturday, the seventh day, a change for which there is no scriptural authority. Rome says we did. I want to read you some other statements. Here it is. I'm reading from the official writings of the Catholic Church, the power that's mentioned in the prophecy, the power that God said would do it. Question, which is the Sabbath day? Answer, Saturday is the Sabbath day. Question, why do we observe Sunday instead of Saturday? Answer, we observe Sunday instead of Saturday because the Catholic Church in the Council of Laodicea, A.D. 336, transferred the solemnity from Saturday to Sunday. Listen, I have here tonight an original copy, the Catholic Mirror published in Baltimore, in America. I'll read it to you, right out of it. These are only a few. I've got hundreds. 
the Catholic mirror. Here it is. The Catholic Church for over 1,000 years before the existence of a Protestant by virtue of her divine mission changed the day from Saturday to Sunday. Listen. You just listen to this. Just a moment. I got a lot of stuff I could read you, but I'm not going to read you anymore. A friend of mine was running a series of meetings in North Queensland in Australia. We preach the prophecies. We try to preach the whole truth. We don't seek popularity. I have a conviction that God has led me to teach these things. My friend was running a series of meetings. Many Roman Catholics came, the salt of the earth. I come from a Catholic background myself. One Catholic man heard the program. He was incensed. He said, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It's a lot of propaganda. I don't believe it. And so he went to the very man who had married him, the Monsignor. He knocked on the door and the old man came to the door and he said, come in, my son. He said, Father, I am deeply troubled. And he took him into the study and he said to him, Father, I am deeply troubled. I've been down to hear a man and he says that our church changed the Sabbath. He said, tell me it isn't true. I've always trusted you. You married, married my wife and myself and we trust you and we trust the church. And he told us, the old priest leaned back in his swivel chair and stuck his thumbs in his waistcoat when the man said, Did our church change the Sabbath, Father? The old man leaned back, put his thumbs in his waistcoat and said, Of course we did. Who else would dare to? Of course we did. A friend of mine, Dr. Samuel Bakiaki, has just finished his doctorate at the Pontifical Gregorian University in Rome, the most prestigious Catholic institution in the world. He wrote his thesis on how the Church of Rome changed the Sabbath from the seventh day to the first day of the week. The first Protestant ever to study in this great university. You'd think they would have kicked him out, do you? No, they didn't kick him out. They gave him the highest degree and the Pope presented him with a gold medal and said, of course we did. Who else would dare to? Of course we did. You'll think to try change. Times and laws. Listen to this poem, if you will. Who changed the Sabbath is a question asked today by honest-hearted people who seek to know the way. Not I, claim the Church of England bell. It must have been, uh, well, I cannot say just who did change the day. Who changed the Sabbath, the fourth command, so deep and broad, fixed by the firm decree of the eternal God? Not I. Rang out the Methodist bell. The Bible, it must be, will tell, I cannot say. But think that Jesus changed the day. Who changed the Sabbath? An institution well designed to keep the Creator's work in mind? Not I. Came the sound from another steeple, 
can't charge that sin to the Baptist people. We only say, it makes no difference who changed the day. Who changed the Sabbath, the day the Christ adored and said was made for man and he its Lord, the day the Marys kept while Christ lay in the tomb, the day the disciples spent in their upper room, the day which martyred hosts observed mid scorn and jests, on which they seal their faith with earnest cries and tears, the day that now is kept by many at their loss, by noble men who bear the burden of the cross. I, I, I rang out at last a bell. I changed the Sabbath, and that's so well that nearly all the sects agree that I have power thus to decree. I, the Church of Rome, did change the day, and this I do not shrink to say. Search the Bible's inspired range, you find no text that proves a change. From seventh to first, by God's command, a fact well settled in every land. Ha, 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 I am he, the people see. Now I know what's going on in your minds. Bring me the flag. A lot of you folk are going to say, it doesn't matter. All right, you've made a great argument for the truth. Just unfold it, Keith, please. And you say, it doesn't matter. Just hold it up off the ground. Give it to me. Over my arm. Thank you. I hold in my hand something which is pretty sacred to you people. What would you think of somebody who came and wiped his feet on this? I want to tell you, folk, any Zimbabwean who'd wipe his feet on the flag is not worthy of the name. It's true. Listen, this flag is simply made of cotton. But it's what it stands for. You know what it stands for? I can tell you what it stands for. It stands for a nation that believes in freedom. That's what it stands for. It stands for a nation that believes in liberty. That's why we can come and run these meetings here. The flag stands for something great. It is not what it's made of. It is what it stands for. The Sabbath stands for loyalty to the government of God. It is not, it is not what it's made of. It is the king it stands for. And I say tonight, as I said last night, 
as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord and keep the commandments of Almighty God. Now tomorrow night, I've had hundreds of questions come in. I'm going to start to answer them. And I'm going to talk about modern preachers go wrong. I'm going to tell you about what happened when Jesus died. And I want you to bow your heads as we pray. Our Father, tonight, we thank you for the great truth of the Word of God. We thank you for the law of God. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, that we're saved by grace. And when a man is saved by grace, he will love to keep all the commandments of God. Bless these people tonight, Lord, and into our hearts write the great truth that is not what it is made of. It's the government it stands for. So bless us tonight with your courage for Jesus' sake. Amen.